0: Before we start the show this week, I just wanted to ask you to please get vaccinated. 95% of physicians in the U.S. are vaccinated. 100% of living U.S. presidents are vaccinated. Nearly 100% of all U.S. senators are vaccinated. 100% of Republican governors and 100% of Democratic governors are all vaccinated. The CEO of Pfizer is fully vaccinated. On the flip side of that, over 95% of people who have been admitted to a hospital for COVID symptoms and people who have died from COVID in the past month weren't vaccinated. And this new variant is killing young and healthy people at an alarming rate. By not getting vaccinated, you are allowing this virus to mutate, making it harder and harder to treat and prevent. I know that if you haven't gotten the vaccine by now, I'm probably not going to change your mind. But it has recently come to my attention that a few people that I trusted to do their own research and make positive decisions to protect the people around them aren't vaccinated. The vaccine wasn't rushed. It isn't making women infertile. It isn't killing anyone. If you've chosen to not get vaccinated, please, 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 please please reconsider. If you just haven't pulled the trigger yet because you're unsure, please reach out to us via email, Twitter, Instagram, or however you like, and I would be so, so, so happy to provide you with some credible information from reliable sources to help you make your decision. Seriously, it would absolutely make my day. Am I biased? Yes, but I made my decision with the help of credible information, and I'd like to help you do the same. I wouldn't have gotten vaccinated if I felt like there was any chance it would hurt me or my family in any way. Thanks for listening. Now on with the show. I just ate a Pop-Tart off the floor, which means I've finally reached my final form. (laughs) I've become more powerful than you could ever imagine.
1: (laughs) Soon, you will rule us all, or we'll be dead by your hand.
0: As long as you provide enough floor tarts, then uh, I will leave my wrath to a minimum.
1: Uh, Do you know at least the origin of the... Oh, yeah,
0: I dropped it. I just dropped it, and then I was like, ugh.
1: So you dropped it of your own hand? Yeah. Okay, all right. I was like, were you just walking on the sidewalk? (laughs) You were like... Oh, look at that. Someone left me a little gift.
0: (laughs) It's like a uh, like a geocache. Yeah, exactly. Like When you go scavenger hunting. Yeah, Your life has just been. Although that's not much different than like when when you play a video game and like you find like food and eat it and it brings your health up.
1: Yeah, you find a loot crate. It's great. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Your your life has finally become Pokemon Go, which is
0: what you've always wanted. Pokemon Go has made my life like Pokemon Go. That's true. It's so immersive.
1: (laughs) Uh, How's it going? How's the how was the show?
0: Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, As you may be able to tell, I got some sun. Yeah. I was was outside all day for a week.
1: It's not just the lighting in your room that looks darker. No, this is physically. The light is not bouncing off of your white Caucasian skin as
0: much. It is the same light we have always had. Yeah. You are just darker. But uh, now I'm a little browner. I don't think you can say that anymore. Sure, I can. Yeah. 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 It went great. Unfortunately, I was going to advertise that we have another performance coming up, but by the time this comes out, it will be over. We've got one in New York City that, uh, if you're listening to this, it went great. It was so good. It's the best show I've ever done. And
1: you were, in particular, were fantastic. Thank
0: you. Thank you.
1: Can I ask, was the nude scene scripted or was that improvised by yourself? No,
0: you can't ask.
1: <laughs> not until the trial is over yeah Yeah, that's (laughs) right right right
0: how are you
1: I'm good I uh I'm good so we just found out um
0: pregnant again oh god don't
1: (laughs) we were gonna record a couple hours earlier and then Sarah had an audition with Ryder and Writer is on hold. So he's he's Sarah and Writer possibly booked some sort of job.
0: That's awesome. But do, if Writer is on hold, does that mean they she's might? She's also on hold. Oh, OK,
1: no, she's also on hold. But Great. we found it particularly funny. It's literally like his second audition in his life. And he's been put on hold. You know how many auditions I can go through through a week and never hear back? And he's been he's done two his entire life. And already our agent was like, hey, he's on hold.
0: You know what your problem is? Not fat enough.
1: Yeah, not fat
0: enough. I've always heard that about acting. Got to gain more weight.
1: Yeah. You know what to help me with that? Floor pop tarts. <laughs> Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic, geek, and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and then find the other half on a sidewalk. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew.
0: It was not on the sidewalk. It was on my recording room floor.
1: In my mind, it will always be on a sidewalk. In my mind, every piece of food that you find slash prepare slash eat will come from a sidewalk.
0: Have you ever eaten anything that you found? I mean, law of averages say yes. I know. I was, I I was thinking that, too. I, I was like, there must have been a time when I was, like, in a place. Right. And then I wandered in, and there was, like, maybe, like, a like food set out for an event, and I right. probably walked over and picked oh, something that,
1: out. A 100%. I thought you meant literally, like, on a well, sidewalk. Well, I
0: did it first, but then I was like, the way I worded it, I was like, I, I'm trying to make it as, like, what is the closest to that that I have ever gotten? And I'm sure that has happened, at least.
1: I mean, definitely, I've. Walked in on several things where I'm like Oh I'm not supposed to be in this room But there's a bowl of Kit Kats here I actually had an audition like that once Where they had a bowl of like food And they had it It was for the people behind the desk But they had it on the front of the table That was closest to where the actors were And so it looked like it was being offered And I I had to like Because I kept looking at it And I was like Is that for us? What's going on there? And they're like do you want some candy? And and I was like, is this a test? Like,
0: and did I fail or pass? <laughs> I literally,
1: I talked this out loud to them. I was like, I feel like I should say no because I'm about to audition for you, right? But I feel like this is a test and I'm supposed to say yes. See,
0: I have always felt that way about when I go to get my teeth cleaned and the dentist is like, okay, we have fruit flavored cleaning stuff, cinnamon flavored or cookie dough flavored. Right. And I'm like, this is a test. Yeah. You're 100%. trying to get me to admit something. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say cookie dough and you're going to be like, root canal it is.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because... Because the cookie dough flavor is just cookie
0: dough. That would be amazing. I one time, I have a very similar experience. I one time went into a room that I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. And there was a big bowl of Kit Kats. But the only difference is that the other two people in the room didn't stop having sex while I was unwrapping the Kit Kat part. It was very strange.
1: (laughs) Do they unwrap anything else? (laughs) I hope so. It's always a bowl of Kit Kats. Have you noticed that? Every time I go into a, a place where there's a bowl of free something Kit Kats are usually in that bowl.
0: See, I find it's always Tootsie Rolls. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, well, Tootsie eh.
1: Rolls is another one. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. I know. That's the cheaper What sh-
0: is? Are there construction
1: workers? No, there's a bait. I was just going to say, I was like, oh, he's, Um, I think Ryder's about to go down for a nap, but we're working on getting him. So he's just in the kitchen, just wreaking havoc right now.
0: <laughs> Dude, Rowan has been extra unmanageable really? this week. Really? Yes. We just got done talking to the cast, like right before we went. I was like, oh, no, he's going to be great. Don't worry about He's basically a potato that we just bring with us, you know. It's whenever you say that is when it's when I know and he has been a little hellion yeah. lately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. so much so that we just had his doctor's appointment and we were like, is this normal? Like it was like overnight but, the switch. Yeah. We were like, is he does he all of a sudden have like a kidney stone or something? Like <laughs> what's he go going through on? a
1: mental leap of some kind he could be doing that. That usually I'm about him. to
0: mentally leap him through a window. That's good. I like that. I don't know what uh, that means. I, in my mind, it was just telekinesis. <laughs> I think our best kind. guess is that while he, while we were all there, he, uh, we found another got tooth coming drunk. in. And it was, yeah, oh. that's right. And it was bleeding as well. So.
1: Oh, yeah, that hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whenever the teeth are coming in, it's, yeah. Ryder's got a couple yeah, of Yeah, so we them
0: gave him a couple coming. shots of scotch and he was fine.
1: Hey, listen. If it worked during depression era times, it works today. That's what I've always said. That's why I buy nothing but potatoes. So originally we were gonna do uh, alternate timelines as the the subject for today, and then we were like, you know what? Let's not do that because we did our best of episode last week, which by the way, great. Loved listening to it. It's so masturbatory. Me to say. I, know, that's what I was whatever. just gonna I know, say, like, I, just, like, I, I was fantastic.
0: I was so good in that. Oh man, what happened to us? I don't we know. We were so good five years ago. I
1: did listen to that, and I was like, I know the quality has gotten better, but. Have we gotten funnier or we've we gotten worse? I can't tell. Have
0: we gotten more tired? Yeah, I think is that's, and that's really
1: what it was. Yeah, you're listening to two men, both of them without children.
0: It's a little bit like the Bo Burnham special Inside. Yes. Where you're like, oh, if you want to watch a man slowly go insane over the course of a long period of time. Yes, that's But this. why do that when you can watch two men go insane over the course of a long period of time on this podcast?
1: Right, exactly. Uh, does this mean you have a best of? 2017 and 2018 and 2019 and 2020
0: 2017 is in the chamber is it really for the next time where we have a show that we have one of us <laughs> has have a show we have do to do, we can't do
1: something. and yeah.
0: I, I believe i have at least 18 and maybe 19 like i i have the time stamps about like right. i'm gonna take this and i'm gonna take this and i'm gonna take right. this from this episode cool. and this from this episode that's awesome yeah but yeah
1: so we were gonna do we were gonna do another subject episode but we were like you know what we just did the best of and then next week, what if finishes up so we could if we do news this week, we'll record We'll do a pretty much a sum up of what if next week in time for the end of what if. And then I think after that, we'll do then we'll do alternate timelines. We'll still we'll still be in that but before world for
0: the news, Chris. Yes. Comic-Con is in two days. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Comic-Con is in two days, Andrew. Uh, are you excited? I'm
0: very excited. I'm very excited. Do you have Comic-Con fever? God, I hope not. If I do, I can't go. Yeah, that's true. You I have, have to, get to that prove tested. that I, I've been vaccinated for Comic-Con, Comic-Con fever. Comic-Con
1: fever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I got to figure out... you have the Excelsior app? I don't have the other
1: app. There's another app that you can use. That's the official... I
0: got to get Clear, because that's the non-New York one that they recommend oh, using. Oh, yeah,
1: you can do that. I mean, I don't think you have to prove you live in New York to have the the one app that I have.
0: To have Excelsior you do. But in
1: the other one you don't because you literally the one I use you take what a picture. What is it called,
0: Chris? It's
1: uh hold on.
0: Let me find. And regardless, they recommended Excelsior or Clear, so I want to use the one that they recommend. You right, know what I mean? Right, right,
1: right. It's NYC COVID safe.
0: And it literally just takes a picture of your but ID. But I'm not in NYC. It
1: literally just takes a picture of your your
0: ID. I feel like I'd be lying.
1: No, you won't be because it takes a picture of your ID In your vaccine card. And that's all it is. It just saves the pictures.
0: But I'd be lying if I use an app called NYC and I don't live in NYC. But
1: I think it's just so that you can get around NYC. Think of it that way. Don't think of it as you saying that you live in NYC. Think of it as like, hey, NYC, I want to be around you.
0: Forget about it. There you go. I'm walking here. Yeah. I'm going to use the clear app because that's the one I already downloaded and it's the one New York Comic Con recommends, but also if you're bringing your thing You also have to have a photo ID. Yes, you do. Not only in the app, like what you were just talking about, where you take a picture of your ID as well. You have to bring a photo ID to prove that you are the person that is on that on your business. Yes. I'm so excited for there to be like no one at this convention.
1: I know. It's going to be so great. It's funny going to be amazing. We were trying to get into panels a little early, like sign up for stuff. And there were a couple where you were like, there's no there's no space in this one or this one. And I was like, there will be. Yeah. But. uh, But I I bet you there will be. I'm not too worried about it.
0: So first, let's just jump right into it. What are you most excited about with the panels?
1: I really, really, I know you two have space, have your spots reserved and hopefully we'll have one for me as well. We
0: might try to like Melinda might donate hers to you or I might or something. We'll see. But the Ghostbusters panel, the
1: Ghostbusters Afterlife panel is probably the number one thing on my list. Obviously, we've talked about it before. I live and breathe Ghostbusters. And the fact that Jason Reitman... Ivan Reitman, a good portion of the cast is going to be there. I have a feeling you're going to see some, they say they're going to show some scenes. I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of those panels where they're like, here's the first half hour of Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife. You know what I mean? So I'm, really, that one looks very exciting. I'm lo- really looking forward to that. One. Are
0: we still on board for this movie? I so far am. But as of the last trailer, I was still on board for this. Because it was the scene they released that we were like. Mm. Mm, meh, mm.
1: And then I saw it more in the context of the of the trailer. And I was like, OK, you know what? I'm back on board again. And I think we talked about when the scene got released. We were like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. if that's the only thing that one scene is the only thing, then. Then it's not that that big of a deal. Right. What about you? What are you excited for?
0: I'm excited for the David Harbor spotlight. Yes. That looks very good. Did we sign up for that one? You did not. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You didn't ask to. I didn't. I, 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 whatever. So, uh, Melinda and I, maybe if you're very nice, Melinda will give you that one as well, but you'll have to ask her. Maybe if you give her 50 bucks.
1: Again, I wouldn't be surprised if there are spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all of a sudden become available. Uh, I also, I don't know how many. They're doing in reserve compared to, like, you know, you go, like, we normally do. You go in the morning of and you boop your boop, yeah. and then you,
0: yeah, yeah, bah, yeah. Bah, bah. You boop your it boop. It might be,
1: it might be half and half type of I'm thing. I'm
0: also excited for the Adam Savage panel.
1: Adam Savage. Oh, I, did, I saw that, but I didn't even.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I tried to do that one years ago, Yeah, I think. But in, or maybe it was three years ago. But instead, Melinda was like, we've done all the panels that you want to do. I want to do one that's right now and you need to come with me. And I was like, OK, fine. And it was the Sonic the Hedgehog panel. And I haven't been the same since. Yes, that is a traumatic
1: experience for you, as we've discussed before. Yeah. Yeah, I can't get enough of hearing about the sound like the Hedgehog panel.
0: I hope I can tell Adam Savage about it when we go to see him at the panel. I'm sure that you will be able to. <laughs> I'll tell
1: you what: if you see him, you should bring up Ghostbusters Afterlife. He's been doing a bunch of YouTube videos oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. him on the set of Ghostbusters Afterlife, well,
0: and, and outside of the. Um Main stage stuff, we've got a Brian K. Vaughn spotlight that as well, I'm and he's signing for. every single day as well.
1: Is he really? Yeah. That's, uh, then we should get on that. Also, after.
0: Melinda saw... So when we both... Melinda and I went on our, like, our separate computers to look up the panels, but we were going to go through them all together. On hers... There was a Tom King spotlight. Really? But I didn't have it.
1: I didn't see that either. Yeah. And I went through all the... When did you guys go on? I wonder if they've added some more on there. Yesterday. Kind of thing. I think I went on the night before or something. Yeah. So may, maybe they've added... They've been adding them as they've been going. They usually add things kind of on the app and things like that. They add it kind of late late in the game. Yeah. It should be, it should be exciting. I'm excited to be back. There were like a ton of panels I was... I was excited about, but the ones I saw, I was like, let's go. Yeah,
0: well, that's the thing. This one was a weird one because the main stage ones, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. There were a couple that sounded pretty cool, but. DC
1: and Marvel no longer really go. Because DC's doing fandom next month, yeah, and Marvel does D23 now. D23,
0: but also Marvel at the MCU has always been more of a San Diego Comic Con thing, anyway, yeah,
1: exactly. So, there's uh, that kind of clears up a lot of the mainstage stuff that that yeah. used to happen,
0: yeah. Do you think Scarlett Johansson is going to be at D23 this year?
1: Oh, are you kidding me with bells on, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's gonna. I think she's the keynote speaker. That would be amazing. I think she opens and closes the whole thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: with a Molotov cocktail.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice. Uh, Should we get to some news? Let's get to some news. Let's get some some news. I can I confess something to you. I don't have a whole lot of news
0: this week. Mm. Do you? I have forty seven newses.
1: I have three. So, don't steal mine.
0: I have three and a backup. Uh, okay, you should always get a backup.
1: Well, really, I have two and a backup. I really, to come <laughs> down to. You. But I, I mean, the, what I do have, I'm excited to be to talk about, and I think there's a lot to talk about with the three. The three I have, they're heavy ones. They're they're ones that I think we could really dive into. So uh, I got a little bit of everything. I got a little Marvel. I got a little DC. What would you like to start with? As always, the choice is yours. Disney. To- to talk about your slow descent into madness. Andrew, Cowboy Bebop released their intro. They did. Uh, And we got to look at at what this is going to be. At least a couple of, I don't want to say scenes, but a little snippets. We got to look at what the intro for the show is going to be. And through the intro, you got to look at a little bit of what the show is going to look like. So first of all, the opening credits themselves look like the Cowboy Bebop opening credits. In fact, I watched a, I'm sure you did, too. I feel like you did. Watched a side by side comparison. Oh, I didn't. Have you seen one? No. Okay. I didn't need to. There's a couple of them. <laughs> I know. Really, if you've seen that intro enough, it's it's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty exact. What do you think? How did it strike you?
0: Well, the only real difference is that there are a lot of the wonder characters in it. That They definitely are not in, right? Like, basically, in place of a lot of the ship stuff, right? In the right. intro, they have replaced them with a lot of the like single episode characters.
1: By the way, I like I, I just want to bring this up because I know it just slowly it's just chipping away at your just talking about this every single week, it's just chipping away at your sanity.
0: <sighs> so, I it, this has uh, I I'm trying to remember the first thing I said to Melinda right after I saw it. I think I said, I'm having a stroke, no, something like, um. Well, that solidifies it like uh, for me, this is going to be terrible, Really, which is interesting because a lot of people seem to really like it. But for me, Mm -hmm. the reason it solidifies how bad it's going to be is because it is showing how much they are taking identically from the cartoon.
1: Right. How much of a carbon copy we get. Yeah.
0: Each one. I was like. That's a character who's in only one episode. That's a character who's in only one episode. That's a character. Like, on and on and on. Every single time I was saying that to Melinda, and I was like, they are just making... I was like, that's Abdul Hakim, that's Teddy Bomber, right. that's Grand. Right. that's this, that's that. They're just remaking the each individual episode. Yeah. Why would I ever want to see that?
1: Right, 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 right. It's right.
0: not going to be better.
1: Let me posit something to you. Uh, and I'm not saying that I think this is what's going to happen, but just for the sake of discussion. Do you think... They could be taking these characters from these single episodes from the animated series and maybe just utilizing them in a different way instead of doing individual like a carbon copy of each individual episode, having a long narrative through line and just incorporating these characters in the narrative in a different way.
0: It's possible, but I don't foresee it happening in a way. Here's here's the only thing that could save this for me. Is if it's not if they're incorporating them in a different way necessarily, but if specifically they are incorporating them as a continuation of the story that we have already seen. Yeah. So, like, either after or a prequel, like something else. But if they're just doing the same, like, if it's, if. The Teddy Bomber episode is just about a guy who uses teddy bears to bomb buildings, but they've changed him a little bit. I, I don't care. That's the same thing. I did notice, like, the way they seem to be using Gren looks kind of interesting. Gren in the show is clearly, like, born male. Which one is Gren? Sorry. Gren is the... um uh, the 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 person who was oh,
1: the the like truck driver no no so Gren okay.
0: was is Mister Saxophone the person who was on the planet or on the moon or whatever Titan with vicious yes I remember and then ends up like trying to kill vicious so Gren famously is uh, he's I, I looks male identifies as male in the show is clearly born a man and then he undergoes a Hormonal treatment therapy that ends up changing his body and yes, leaning more yes, towards yes, feminine. Yes. In this, it does appear that perhaps because the actor portraying Gren does seem very um gender fluid and it seems mm-hmm. that they are going in a gender fluid way for gren as well it the character of gren does not strike me as male as though there would be a, tr- a twist i could assume based on the image that they showed to the character that they could be saying that gren is female first like that that you're supposed to assume that gren is female right. and then there will be right. a twist that maybe gren is not and has the parts of a man as well but um But other than that, if that's all they're changing, like, that's utilizing the characters differently, and that's cool, but, like, it's not going to make me—I worry that if they are doing that, that's a cool, progressive thing that they would be doing. I like the diversity. Melinda was, like— Hey, Jet is just the other when she, we watched the thing. She was like, "Jet isn't black. Uh, Jet isn't black in the in the show, right?" That confused me because Jet's last name is Black. So even saying it, I was like, "Wait, am I saying the right thing?" But she was like, "Jet isn't black in the anime, right?" I thought they were all Asian, and I was like, "Yeah, they're actually going for a, a diverse thing." And she was like, "Well, I don't know. Is it is it like is that going to do you think that's going to be too like?" The benefit of this show or the detriment of the show, because if you are just going for diversity, maybe you're not picking the best people for the job. And I was like, actually, the guy who plays Jet is the only guy I'm not worried about. The only actor I'm not right. worried about in this show is the guy who played Bushmaster and Luke Cage because he's phenomenal. Right. So there are things that I'm like, I like the I like what they're doing in some regards, but I am not confident yet that they are, are going to be able to pull this off in a way that makes me interested in it at all.
1: Yeah. In theory, it sounds it all sounds good on paper, but it, in execution, it doesn't look. It's
0: going good. to be a cowboy B-flop. Did you just make that up yourself? No, I wrote it down in my news article that you took from me. I
1: meant, is that an Andrew Dunn original?
0: Oh, 100%. Excellent. All I right. don't do anything that isn't an Andrew Dunn original. I don't shit unless it's an Andrew Dunn original.
1: This is pure brilliance right now. man. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, somebody, somebody better take cow. what did you say? Cow, cow, cowboy, cowboy, B flop. And uh, put that out there. That's going to be the new term. I'm telling you.
0: I want it on a shirt. As soon as this Netflix series gets released, I'm just going to wear it around. I want
1: it on a shirt. I want it on the band of a couple pairs of underwear. I want it. I want it on license plates and bumper stickers. I want kids. On a cowboy t- hat? I want kids' t- tattoos. I, and I don't mean like the, the kids' tattoos right, right, that right. you want. I you mean, want children. I literally want have... you to take your children yeah. and get them tattooed with the phrase cowboy beef flop on their arm. So you can be their, like, remember this, Timmy. On his tiny little arm or his shoulder or tramp
0: stamping. Never forget Jimmy. <laughs> what other little kid names are there?
1: Never forget Nathan.
0: Nathan, Eric, Chris. Oh, fuck. <laughs> By
1: the way, uh, no sign of the black goo. That's the only character in, in live action that I want to see is the black goo and no black goo. I know. We did get Psycho Pilgrim, as I am decided to call him all the time. What? That I call, I like to call him Psycho Pilgrim because he, he looks like a pilgrim to me. Ooh. The one, it's like the second to last episode. The one, the guy in the amusement
0: park. Oh, Tongfu, Fu, Le Mad Piro. Sure. Yeah. We, well. Yeah. And we got uh, for anyone for Easter eggs for that. We got Abdul Hakim um i mentioned gren i think we got i can't it's hard for me to tell i think it must be the mushroom samba woman i think we did boxy brown or whatever her name yeah, is because she's she's a did. reference to exploitation films yeah uh, we got Gren. we got a lot of vicious yes um, we did in fact uh if you want something that uh, if you if you're a patron and if you're not i apologize but if you're a patron and you want something to give you nightmares for the rest of your life here's vicious whoa he looks like like uh, something out of a B-list 70s sci-fi film. This looks
1: like the promo photo for a heavyweight wrestler.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look good. That's the guy who played Translucent in The Boys.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. You know what, though? That being said, it's just a still photo. So let's see him again. It's one of those things where they're like with with Spike's hair. And I'm like, just let it let's give it. Sometimes with the photos, it's not. It's not the best representation.
0: You know what I mean? Like, let's just. Uh Uh-huh. I'm done with this. It's not, it's not going to be good. Cool. Speaking of the inevitable homicide of my childhood, the voice cast of the animated Mario brothers movie has been released. And I think a casting executive was hung over and turned in the wrong list.
1: Eh, that's right. I know there was another one that I was going to talk about. I forgot <laughs> to put it on here. So I'm glad you brought it up.
0: We've got Chris Pratt as Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Jack Black as Bowser. This is the wrong film.
1: No. I think this is gonna be great. You are wrong. No, I think this will be good. I think this will be really good. Okay, listen. Alright, let's break this down. We got Charlie Day's Luigi. Love it. Think that's gonna be great. Jack Black is Bowser. I can get behind that. Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. That's gonna be interesting.
0: Is that any weirder than any of the rest? Is that any weirder than Bowser going, oh, whip crap with this whoopee tail? Yeah! That was. Is that any different? Is that any worse? That was your Jack Black? Yeah. That was pretty good. Thank you. That's a good. That's a pretty good Jack Black. Is that any weirder than Mario talking like this all the time and Luigi being like, oh my God. Okay. Wow. this is this whole cast is so insane.
1: I don't know why they even bothered to get a cast. Why didn't they just get you for everything? I'm still waiting
0: on my phone call, Nintendo. I don't
1: understand. Can you give me a Rogan? Give me a Seth Rogan. Give me me a little Seth Rogen. Go for
0: it. (laughs) Wow, I didn't expect that, but that was actually really good. You know why I can do that? Because that's how I used to laugh, and then every time someone would be like, you know you sound like Seth Rogen when you laugh? And I had to change my laugh.
1: And you punched yourself in the balls as a result.
0: (laughs) That used to be your laugh? I mean, kind of close. It was close to that. My laugh was probably like...
1: (laughs) And now,
0: and now my laugh is. (laughs) I was
1: was, like, and now you don't laugh at all. That's right, because you're dead inside.
0: I mean, with the way Hollywood is ruining my childhood, one series or movie at a time. Well, okay, but what would you
1: here's the thing because this is what everyone's upset about Chris Pratt being Mario, but what. What would you like Mario to sound like? Do you call him Mario? Mario, Mario. Do you call him Mario? I call him Mario. Yeah. What do you say? Mario. Mario. Mario.
0: I don't know that there's a right answer, but I've just, I've always been interested because most people I know say Mario, but I I do meet the occasional person who pronounces it Mario. Do you pronounce it Luigi?
1: Okay. You took this. <laughs> first, I thought you were being democratic about this, and then you just Donkey took it Kong. The- Horrible, insulting turn. What do you want from me? I come from a place where everyone calls it water. So. (laughs) All right. I'm still struggling with water.
0: Water. Do you pronounce it? Bowser? Don't do this. I don't know what I would want Mario to sound like. But here's the. We were just talking about how Chris Pratt doesn't get used for the things he's good for. Yes. So like. But
1: I think this is more up his alley. This is more in line with with what I was saying about using him properly. I think this will be better suited for him. I don't think... What I was saying is the last... Because the last what I was saying last time is that they keep putting him in these action movies where he's supposed to be this kind of like hard-ass, stoic, cold action hero. And I'm like, that's not Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt can do warm, can do funny, can do more open people... I think an animated movie like this gives him the ability to, again,
0: think, uh, did you see the Lego movie? Yeah, I think it's going to just be his character from the Lego movie.
1: Right, but that is a good character But why do you
0: think that he's capable of that, but not being a stoic action hero?
1: It's not that I don't think he's capable of it. I think that you're not utilizing a unique talent and a unique skill set of his. I I think you could get other people to do stoic and cold and the grizzled action hero and not I don't know man
0: I just don't see Chris Pratt as like the voice actor for I think he was fine in the Lego movie playing a generic nothing character right I think this could be good I think this could be something
1: I really do I know everyone's not on board for this and at first I'll admit I had the same reaction I was like oh that's gonna be weird but at the same time like you're not going to want, it's me, Mario, for like three, two hours. I almost said three hours. What kind of epic is Can this? Can you imagine? For like 90 <laughs> minutes, you're not going to I be don't like, want
0: this for two hours. I don't want Charlie Day screaming into the the microphone as Luigi for two hours either. But I think that's more in line
1: with what the character should sound like. You know what I want? What do you want? Who would you want that? Who would you want as Mario? Mario. Mario.
0: Here's who I want.
1: Mario. Who would you want to... Mario! Three
0: actors. Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper.
1: I mean, listen, we all know that Mario Bra- Mario... Mario Brothers The movie is a classic. It's a, it's a piece of... I believe the, the <laughs> Criterion what Collection... You, when you
0: said it's a piece of, I did not think you were going to there. <laughs> it's a, listen,
1: the, the Steelbook... Criterion collection yes. version of of the movie. I believe was that it's Kurosawa? coming out for. I think it was. Yeah, I know they were putting it out in black and white to really make it seem, you know, preserve that filmic quality that it has. But that doesn't mean that that you can't do this. Maybe they'll just take it in a different direction. I mean, that was if we all remember, that was some hard, gritty drama.
0: Okay, and this is more light. We all remember that was. Hard drugs. Yeah. Yeah. How many references do you think? Do you think they're going to keep with the Mario, Mario and Luigi Mario bit? Like, how many references to the last movie do you think? Because Nintendo also has been like, we're never doing another Mario Brothers movie. That movie was
1: so bad. It's why it's taken this long to get a new one.
0: It's amazing. John Leguizamo got a career. After that,
1: John Leguizamo has like 11 lives. That's the other thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he got them all in Mario. Yeah. He just got that green mushroom. Yeah. Wait, what were you asking me? What was do you think they're going to even... reference that movie in the new movie a lot? No.
1: And none. I think it could possibly be in the script. And then Nintendo will come down and be like, do not make a single reference to that movie. We want to wipe the existence of that movie. It's so old
0: now. Like, the people who made those decisions no longer work at Nintendo anymore. We're talking, like, 30 years ago. I understand. But again, we're
1: talking 30 years ago, and it's taken this long for arguably the most popular video game character of all time to get his own movie again because that movie was
0: so scarring for the company. But you don't think that's just because all video games have had difficulty turning into movies? Yes, but again... This is one of the
1: one of if not the most iconic video game characters of all time. If any mo- video game character was going to get a movie and kind of break through to mainstream success, it could have been this one. That movie was so bad, it wasn't so bad that People were like, oh, you can't make a Mario movie. Mario movie. <laughs> it was so bad that Nintendo, the company itself, said, we are not doing movies anymore. Like, they, it was so bad they took their ball and they went home. That's how bad it was. So I think any reference to that old movie, despite how old it is, Nintendo is still, hold, like, holding a grudge for it. I think any reference to that movie, they would wipe it clean. They would be like... Do not even make a reference to it. We don't want people to know it exists. We would just want to erase it from time. I
0: disagree. Because people know it exists. You have to lean into it. So I think if nothing else, there's going to be a thing about like, wait, that's the X thing. And someone's going to be like, hey, it could be a lot worse. It could be blah, 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 blah. I think that's going to be, I, could be worse. Could be Dennis Hopper.
1: Yes, that's what they're going to do. They're going to they're gonna reference Dennis Hopper.
0: And listen, with these actors... Uh, this shows to me that they are leaning into a specific type of movie and it is not. It has to be a self-referential film.
1: Yeah, it can be self-referential, but I think it would be self-referential towards the games, not towards the previous movie.
0: We'll see, man. We'll see what they get out of Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Jack Black, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen, Sebastian
1: Maniscalco. Oh my God. Anya, Anya, Anya to- Taylor Joy, Anya Taylor Joy,
0: and they got uh, that Mana, Maniscalco. Is that his name? Maniscalco. So that's how you know it's not racist because there's an Italian in it.
1: Yeah, but he's playing uh, one of the Bowser kids. Doesn't matter. He's in it. He's in it. And also the guy who voices Mario, 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 is in it as well. Stop this joke. Every time. It's not good anymore. Every time from here on out. You better I'm going to cut this, it every you time. You better hope this thing gets released. So when is this getting, When when is this going into theaters?
0: Uh, according to this, it's in theaters holiday of 2022. Fucking liberals. Well. It's the war on Christmas. I'll tell you what. You got an
1: entire year of this because I'm going to just keep doing that bit every single time I say it. Okay. <laughs> Buckle in. Buckle in. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Yes, 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 yes. Are we already leaving? The time has come.
0: Are we already signing off?
1: Yep. The time has come to get into the portion of the episode full of mass speculation and theorizing. Because Stranger Things Season 4 got a brand new trailer out. It
0: did, yeah. So
1: Let's Break Down Everything fucking second of it here we go oh my god first of all you see the trailer yes i'm I'm i think excited for it i am too interesting
0: for the first 30 seconds i was positive i was watching the wrong trailer yeah 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 yeah
1: i had no idea what was going on for the first 30 seconds i the same way i clicked it on youtube and i was like ah they're playing an ad in front of my ad
0: (laughs) and then i was like oh no this gotta get youtube red dude Got to get YouTube Premium. I haven't seen an ad on a YouTube video in thirty years. Wow, that's yeah.
1: amazing. I know that's incredible.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So we got to look
1: at. Uh, so this that was the the Creel House. We got to look at the at a young character known as Victor Creel, who in this series is going to be played by Robert Ungland. Later on in the season, so this is
0: not a character we are familiar with.
1: No, this is a brand new character. Okay, right. So obviously, I think this guy is going to be kind of the the whatever the crux of the story is for this season. Well,
0: it looks very influenced by Amityville. It looks influenced by the the House of Haunting Hill or whatever that show was. Or am I thinking of the Haunting of Hill House? Uh, does it, it matter? doesn't matter? There's too many hauntings and hill and houses yeah. and. If you have hills, a house, uh, it's going to be haunted. If you
1: have a house on a hill, it's going to be really haunted.
0: Especially if the hills have eyes.
1: Oh man, because they're looking for the ghosts. They're looking <laughs> right. and they're attracting yeah. them. I don't know if you know this. It's is also scientific fact. Ghosts like hot air float up, so they they rise so to the you top. So all you have to do so is get them out the window. On a hill,
0: get them go out the door.
1: They never have a. You never notice like uh, haunting of the house in the valley. Because they come out of the valley, they float up, and then the the house is on top of the hill, and they float into the house. (gasps) This is a stupid bit.
0: No, it's not. You know how I know? Because you can tell. This is how you prove that the Earth is flat. Because that's how ghosts know which way is up. This is true the fuck are we talking about
1: i don't know oh so the creel house so victor creel is, seems to be like the character that's going to be at the crux of all of this like i said, he's played by robert Ungl- an older victor creel so the old version of the guy we see in the trailer is played by robert ungland robert ungland 80s staple of his own right and he played
0: Freddy krueger
1: that's right there you go Fun
0: fact he went to audition for an untitled oh. role um, yeah. And he went in and he was like, I don't think I'm going to get it. But, you know, I think this role might be better for uh, for my roommate. Or I think he was just crashing on his couch, my friend Mark. Yeah. And he told Mark Hamill about it and was like, hey, you should go check this out. It was the role of Luke Skywalker.
1: That's right. I, I remember that. That's a good pull. Interesting. Mark Hamill should show up in a Stranger Things episode. He'd be I was really thinking that, good. too, but he's
0: got to wait until the one that takes place in space.
1: Yeah. It, it'll get there. Just wait. Yeah.
0: Okay. So... Get a, we
1: get a little insight on what this looks like. I'm excited about this because it looks, as of right now, it looks kind of different. It looks like they're taking a left turn from what they were doing, uh, as far as like it growing, this conspiracy theory growing and growing and growing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, from the first three seasons. That being said, we see a bunch of people from the series, but here's a couple we will, I don't think we see. I, I watched it a couple of times. So obviously, no signs of Hopper. We know he's in Russia.
0: Yeah, he's uh, learning to be the Russian Captain America.
1: Yep. Uh, No Signs of Eleven, which there there was another kind of teaser that was put out, I think a month or two ago, where she's not in it, but it's in the facility that she's in. And there's kind of the back of what looks like Matthew Modine. So it looks like she's she's been recaptured or something.
0: Well, we know that she's busy learning to be Sherlock Holmes to Henry Cavill's Superman. Holmes. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Correct. That's in continuity. And
0: maybe a Godzilla movie. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep,
1: yep, yep, yep. 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 I don't think we see Finn Wolfhard. I could be wrong on that. They uh, could, we be, there's one shot of them standing in like the living room in a semicircle. And there's someone with a direct back to us. And I can't tell if that's Finn Wolfhard Or Will Byers. Because we don't see any of the Byers family in this either. We don't see Winona Ryder. We don't see the older brother. We don't see Will. Unless we do. and And I can't tell. That's the back of his head. So we're either not seeing Will or we're not seeing Finn Wolfhard. One of those two. Or we're
0: not seeing both. Does this look to you like at a certain time, maybe midnight, this house turns into the upside down or goes into the upside down with anyone in it? And then they have to wait until midnight to go back. Oh, that's because that's you a, think that's
1: what the clock is playing into it.
0: And that's a very common '80s trope as well, both in in movies and television and video games. Actually, there are a ton of video games that like, oh, you have to die, you have to run away. Like, I think that's how um, how the game for Friday the Thirteenth is is like. You're trying to figure out and stop Jason Mm -hmm. and then after time when he's not there and then at a certain time, he chases you and you have to run and hide from him. Oh, really? And then at a certain time,
1: it turns back he goes away and he goes away.
0: Interesting. I didn't know that.
1: It could be that. That could be very. I mean, that could be very cool. If nothing else, this could be just like getting back to basics season where it's. You know, there's a portal inside this house that's into the upside down, one that no one knew about, you know, that the scientists didn't know about, that the Russians didn't know about. It's just been it's a tiny little crack into the upside down and things are coming out of it. You know, all of a sudden we think that we're all done because we got rid of everything. They shut down the mall. They shut down everything and still things are coming out. And they're like, where is this coming from? And they track it to this house. And it turns out in the basement, there's a tiny Back into the upside down, you know what I mean. Get back to basics, a basic mystery.
0: Yeah, well, even without a crack, I think it would be very cool because the last season got very Dragon Ball Z, yeah, and like very like worldly and like yes. required a lot of power, and there was a lot of like, right? I don't know. It was very, lo- it was a lot like the world depends on this person right. to save the day. Yeah, and it would be cool to go back to, even if it was something like. Hey, there's a Demi dog loose and these four kids without powers just have to figure out how to catch and kill it, which exactly. was basically the plot of the first one. Right. They had the, right. not the Demi dog, but the demigorgon running yeah. around in a school and they just had to figure out how to stop it.
1: Right. And that's what I mean. I think this could be a good again, just kind of get back to basics. Well, and she
0: lost her powers right at the end.
1: Yes, she did. She yeah. lost her powers, but she also went away because the buyers moved right out of Hawkins. And that's why I'm like, I don't think we see will. And then Finn Wolfhard is off, you know, catching ghosts. So, yeah, I think this could be a, a reset season, you know, where it's just like, let's get back to basics. Let's do something small. Yeah, yeah. Something intimate, which would be cool. It kind of reminded me of Paper
0: Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have always said that Paper Girls reminds us of Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. That Paper yeah. Girls
1: would be a great spinoff series. You can I got to finish reading that, man. There. Yeah, you do. But I think uh, this gets me more excited for it. The idea that this is not necessarily a complete continuation of let's pick up right from season three and just keep blowing it bigger and bigger let's get back down to basics back to what made the first season great
0: i'm not more excited i guess i kind of just assumed maybe hoped that's what they were going to be doing so i'm right. not uh i'm just i'm i'm like right i'm like yeah all right cool let's I'm, do I'm it for
1: this i could yeah. use this in my life yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah every time a trailer for this comes out i'm like it's been a while since I've had this in my life. Yeah. I could use this back in my life again. But
0: this is yes, this is the trajectory that I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, all right, this feels good. Let's keep going with this." Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Speaking of the inevitable homicide of my childhood, Variety is reporting that Disney is suing the families of five comic book creators oh. to keep them from reclaiming the rights of many of their most popular characters, which is crazy because none of the creators are even women. <laughs> Well done. That was good. So uh, this includes the the creators of Spider-Man, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, and Doctor Strange. The families believe that the... Rights are held by them because they were held by the creators and they get passed on to their heirs. But Disney says that since these were created for the company, that the company now owns them. That being said, the rules for this sort of thing did not exist back then. There were no contracts like in the 40s, that said, like, "Hey, whatever you make is mine."
1: Yeah. The other thing that that happens with this, and also, if you want an inter- not an interesting history about this, but there is a precedent for this because the creators of Superman went through this about 40 years ago. This is
0: the same lawyers. It's
1: literally yes, I, on both sides. Yeah, they're they're. It's the same lawyers for the same fight. So the idea is that. And the, the creators of Superman said basically like, Hey, listen, we made this character and you bought this character from us. However, none of us, not you nor us, could foresee the the marketing power, the earning power of this character. Because, you know, television didn't exist back then, the internet didn't exist back then. They there was the idea of making a movie out of a comic book character was insane back then. You know, none of this stuff really existed. Toys, none of that was covered in any sort of contract because no one could foresee the idea that people would buy this in droves for billions of that this would be a billion dollar industry and these characters would essentially be billion dollar characters. And so you need to kind of pay us retroactively for that. When you bought it from us for a hundred and fifty bucks or whatever. You just said, we're going to buy this character from you and then we're going to put it in our little funny pages. And that's it.
0: Well, that's not even what they're saying for this one. I think that was the argument for DC. That was the
1: argument for DC. But this is where kind of that precedent starts yeah. is, is with that idea. And now they're saying essentially because of all of this, the idea is that, you know, when, um, Jack Kirby or someone creates a character, he created that character. And then essentially that character is like, on loan to Marvel and then yeah. it well, it's back kind to of the like cur- NFTs
0: yes. where it's like you I'm selling this idea to you but you don't own the thing so like there are artists right who like I remember um, there's this guy named um, Bleeple who's like an online artist he's insane he does this he has for the past like 10 years put up a different graphic like Photoshop image from scratch every single day on Instagram for the past like 10 years. And so he started getting into NFTs, which for anyone who knows, it's a little bit like cryptocurrency. You buy into something and he has been selling his images. And I saw an interview with them where they were like, So does that mean you don't own the rights to that image anymore? And he was like, No, it's still mine. You just own like a digital representation of it. So that's sort of what they're arguing is that like we didn't sell you. The character we sold you the use of the character for a short amount of time. Right.
1: I think this is one of those things where. Well, let me get your opinion on it first. Actually, I'm I'm curious where you're falling on. This.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm always on the side of. Listen, you will be very hard pressed to see me on the side of Disney. Right. Uh, look, man, if they didn't sign a contract that said Disney has the rights to this from here until eternity. And even if they did, I'd probably still be on the creator side because, like you said, there's no way of knowing. Like, it's impossible to be like, well, I worked for this tiny little company that was paying me like a dollar an hour, making you know, drawing doodles for cartoons. And now this doodle that I created is the biggest thing to ever happen in the entire world. It makes no sense to say, "No, we paid you a dollar an hour for 6 months and you gave us our doodle, fuck off while we make literal trillions of dollars off of it."
1: Yeah, it's I'm going to say something that sounds contradictory. I think that in this weird instance, I I think that Disney is right, but I also side with the creators. And what I mean by that is this, I think that Disney is going to say, no, no, when they created the characters, they worked for us. Therefore, that is our character, which I agree with. Because most of the time, if you work in either an industry like this or even, you know, a science industry, uh, something like that, when you work for that company that says, you know, anything you create is ours. It's not yours and your We're paying for you and we're paying for your facility and we're paying for this. So that is ours. You don't get to take that with you when you go home. That being said, I think that Disney is right in what they're saying. But I side with the creators because, like I said, when those characters were created, there was no way for either side to see the marketability, the profitability, For any of those things with uh, industries yet to be. Here's the other
0: thing I want to I want to cut you off and mention real quick, which is just that like the the reason, though, that most companies are able to do that is because back in the 70s and 80s. Right. You were able to just be like, no, this is mine. I made this even for this company. And so companies started requiring and I know I have signed one of these for work, a thing saying that anything you create either physically or any intellectual product, like if you come up with an idea, the company owns it and you have to sign that. And they're saying they didn't sign that, which to me is like, it's theirs then.
1: Yes, 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 yes. But what I'm saying is that the reason I side with the creators, even though even if I do agree with Disney, is that the in a just world the right thing to do is for disney to come and go you know what it, they are our characters we you know you created it on our dime working as an employee for our company so they're ours however as we as both parties have said there was no way for t- for us to see all the vast industries that we have now branched off into therefore you should get a kickback for some of that. However, Disney's not
0: going to do that. And that's why I'm like, I side with the creators. Right. Well, it's funny too, because you have stories like the guy who created the winter soldier yes. said that he, he was, they were like, Oh, we're going to give you a residual off of like the billions of dollars that we or the at least tens, hundreds, potentially of millions of dollars that we made off of that movie, uh, Captain America to the winter soldier. And so they sent him a check and it was for like four grand. And he was like, okay. I guess. <laughs> and they didn't even let him in the theater for the premiere. They had too many people in the movie, so they had to send a bunch of people over to a different theater. And he had to go in the other one. They didn't even let the creator of the character that the movie is named for be in the premiere theater for the movie. Yeah. I, I,
1: and that's the thing. Again, this is why I'm like, I still, I side with the creator. I cannot emphasize this enough. Like I side with the creator, even if... The company is right in what they're saying. The just thing to do would be to go, you know, time has introduced factors into this that there was no way for the people who bought these characters or created these characters to see the potential of them. And so therefore you have earned something because we have made so much money off of this. You've earned a little piece of this, but they're not going to do that. I think the other thing is that the reason that Disney will fight this is because it opens up if. If they were to not fight it and just go, yeah, no, you know, they're your characters and one, well, actually, it's two things. One, it opens up the floodgates so that every person who ever created like, you know, the janitor at Avengers Tower all of a sudden is like, that character's mine. You owe me like $100,000. That character's mine. You put that in a movie. That character's name is Jarvis. Right. But it's like one of those (laughs) things where it's like, you know, somebody has a one-line cameo as an Easter egg in a movie and all of a sudden the creators goes like, you owe me $100,000. That's mine. I created it. You owe me that. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And everyone's coming out of the woodwork. And... While Disney has more money than God, it does eat up very quickly if everyone for everyone, for every character who's had one line comes out and is like, you owe me like a million bucks for using that. And it's like, Jesus. But two, wait, I did that thing again where I started a point and then I lost it because I was so focused on the first point. Give me a second. It's going to come. Hold on in this fun when I All do right, this? Well,
0: think about it while I say this. The difference is that, like, as well, is that, like, if they made a movie called The Avengers Tower Janitor, then they'd have something to stand on. But if he just has one, like, there, are, that's the reason we have a jury of your peers, is so that people can be like, no, this guy's crazy. You can't give him a million dollars because he created the janitor who has one line in right. this movie. And,
1: but the, I think it's just also the fact that they're like, yeah, but we don't want to go through the headache of everyone coming out and sure. doing that. The other thing I was going to say is that if they were to say, no, it's their characters we were just using them then that also gives these the the estates that own these characters the right to take them elsewhere essentially yeah that you know you could then have a captain america showing up in dc or going off into image and just doing their own thing
0: but i i don't think you can, though, because the movies are still like the rights to make films are still owned by Disney.
1: No, but I meant in the I meant in the comics. Sure. You could you could essentially take Captain America out of Marvel Comics and put him into DC Comics because now the Kirby, the Kirby estate is now, put, you know, loaning it to. Well, and to there might DC. be
0: a, a middle ground where they can just give them first refusal on something. We're like, maybe it's not that they own the rights, but you do have to go to them and say, hey, hey, here's how much money let our people work with your people. We anticipate this much money will come in and we'll try to figure it out.
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, the best that we can hope for in a situation like this is that because the families have brought this
0: up, they settle.
1: And I think that's what the family. Which is what happened
0: with the DC one.
1: It is. And I think that's essentially what the families really just want.
0: Because the DC one made it all the way to the Supreme Court. And then DC was like, okay, 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 okay.
1: Because at one point, by the way, that's a a fascinating story. There's a a Robert Kirkman's uh, history of comics or hidden history of comics, something like that. There was a miniseries on AMC. And one of the episodes was about the creators of Superman. At one point, one of the creators of Superman, this is true, was a janitor at DC Comics. After because cre- he was broke and he was a janitor at DC Comics after creating their biggest character. Oh, my effort. God. Yeah. And that's when uh, like Neil Adams was a big proponent of getting these guys some money because and, and that's essentially what happened. Like you said, DC settled. And I think that's what they what the families want in the end. Do I think they actually want to take the characters away from Marvel? No, probably not. I mean, they they do really well where they're at. They're established in that. I think they just are going like, we earned this. You know, my father created this. My grandfather created this. And they got paid like nothing for them. And they got paid nothing for it. And you guys have become rich 10 times over. Yeah, All we're asking is for a little kickback. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I find no fault in that. Yeah. Andrew, as if 2021 hasn't given us enough, December 29th, Disney Plus, The Book of Boba Fett.
0: Damn it. You took my last one. Yeah,
1: good. That'll finish us up. This will get us done in time. Yeah. The Book of Boba Fett is premiering December 29th on Disney Plus.
0: How excited are we? I mean, I was more excited before you took two of my stories. Ah! Uh, did you have a joke for this one? Sort of. Not really. This was my backup. Go
1: ahead. Don't. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just said, go speaking
0: ahead. of the unlikely resurrection of my childhood, the Book of Boba Fett has a release date.
1: Ah! Uh, you had a whole theme going. Yeah.
0: Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love how you
1: think these things out.
0: Thank you. You should try it sometime. Yeah, it's going to be on December wow. 29th. That would be... Wow.
1: <laughs> that was uncalled for. Was that? Did I say that out
0: loud? Oh, wow. I didn't. That was in my head, right? Oh,
1: was it in your head? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Which I is did... also where you reside. That's true. That's so true. you would have heard it. Yep.
1: I'm in your head at all times right here, baby.
0: So this is soon, right? Yeah,
1: this is really soon. This is really soon, which also means that we're probably going to get some sort of a trailer for it pretty soon, too.
0: Right. What is going on with Disney and not releasing trailers? I'm okay with it, actually. I kind of am, but I'm just... its I'm nervous.
1: Why? Do you think it, it means it's not going to be good?
0: Potentially. Or at minimum, I don't, I don't know what it's going to be like. Like, I, I remember... And this was – see, this is the thing that I think Hollywood is learning, and this might be a good lesson. I remember when the trailer for Scott Pilgrim came out, and I'd never heard of it before, and it came out more than a year before the film, and it blew me away, and I was so excited for it. And then it ended up being its downfall because no one remembered the trailer and no one went to see it a year and a half later. I saw it three times in theaters, but I – it did set up for me exactly what this movie was going to be like, and I was able to be like – I'm going to keep tabs on this film and make sure I see it. So I am a little like... I mean, it also might just be that, like, hey, everyone's going to watch... Like, is is the trailer going to encourage people to watch this?
1: Well, that's the thing, is that, one, it has the name recognition of star Wars. It has the name recognition of Boba Fett. It has the name recognition of a Mandalorian spinoff. So you have those three things going for it.
0: And it basically already had a trailer at the end of the second season of the Mandalorian. Right, exactly. But also
1: the, you don't have to really market a streaming service show as much because it's literally going to be dropped in your lap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unlike a movie where you have to get up off your ass and go into a theater A streaming service is going to you turn on the streaming service. And even if you didn't know it was coming, they could literally on December 28th announce that this is coming out. But
0: wouldn't the point be to get people to sign up for Disney Plus? It is. But the
1: other thing is you can sign up in an instance and it drops in your lap. And also it's always there. So you can get people to sign up, you know, if you're getting people to sign up for the streaming service for the book of Boba Fett in December. They're not going to really sign up. They're not going to subscribe until December anyway. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to pay, you know, if it's 9.99 a month. I I don't know what it is, but I but it's it's 9.99 it's less a month. Than that. it's like then, 7 bucks. Yeah, but they're not going to pay 7.99 per month for two extra months if what they really want is coming in December. They're going to sign up December 1st. You know what I mean? So they don't have to give this a long lead. And also, like I said, you know, if you're already signed up for the streaming service and you want this, you know, you're going to turn on Disney Plus and be like, what's on Disney? Oh, my God. Look at this. You know, you're going to show up for it and then it's going to be dropped in your lap. Yeah,
0: you're going to put it on for your shitty kids and then it's going to be on the homepage. You're going to be like, oh, fuck that kid. I'm watching this.
1: I don't need to watch Mickey's Playhouse or whatever the hell this is. I can watch
0: Boba Fett's Playhouse.
1: Yeah. And you're going to watch Boba Fett's Playhouse. He's like, what's that coming out of that man? And I'm like, it's just juice. Don't worry about it. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. I accidentally put on the porn version.
1: (laughs) Yes. And in that scenario, oh, shit is the is the least offensive thing that we've done to our child.
0: (laughs) The book of Boba Fett.
1: Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Water. Mario. 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 What if I just did it in the high voice, but just did in my terrible way of saying Mario.
0: It's hard to tell when it's racistly racist and high pitched. It's not
1: racist. That's how he does it in the game. Which is that's racist. Odd, I mean I don't think it's technically yeah.
0: racist. It's prejudiced. It's a stereotype. See, but this is the thing about Chris Brett. Not racist. <sighs> that's uh that's uh that's a, a strong set of words you got there for for someone who's definitely a homophobe.
1: Well, I meant The character being portrayed by Chris Pratt, not racist.
0: Unless he does it in blackface.
1: Unless he does it in blackface. That's true. Anyway, that's all I have to say about this is that this is going to be great. And I'm excited. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. All right. Um, You got anything else?
0: Just an undying hunger for more floor pop tarts.
1: Okay. Well, let's get out there and see what we can find, shall we?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Actually, before we go. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. I haven't
0: said what yet.
1: Hey, Andrew, don't ignore me.
0: What? You have to say three what's now
1: because I said three Andrews.
0: What, what in the butt? What, what in the butt? What, what in the butt? Where can they find us? What, what in the butt? That's where they can find us. I don't make the rules. They can find us on ebombs World circa nineteen ninety-nine. Wow. Where someone was singing What What in the Butt, evidently. You're still pulling up the little thing, aren't no, you? No, I got it. It's just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash the Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Twitter where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Facebook. Because that's where all the kids are these days. As well as TikTok, which is also where all the kids are. But we're not there in a creepy way. We're not there because all the kids are there. It just happens to be where all the kids are. I do feel whenever I go on TikTok... If I just I,
1: find myself where all the kids
0: that's are. That's right. I do feel a little bit like Steve Buscemi in that meme where he's like, how do you do, fellow kids? Where he's like in the hallway of the high school or yep. whatever. Yep. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We got some cool videos up there. Visit our Patreon to see filmed versions that are unedited of every single episode. They all go up there uh, uh, before, usually before the episode goes up. Sometimes a few hours before, sometimes days before. It all depends on how long it takes me to edit this piece of shit. And then you can send us an email at lunchbreak at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. We have an Amazon affiliate link in the description. I don't know what it's for, but, uh... Give it a click. And if you buy anything on Amazon after you click that, as long as you're still in the same browser without closing it or whatever, we get a little piece of money that Jeff Bezos doesn't get. This is it's a slow way.
1: It's one piece he doesn't have. That's
0: right. It's, it's a, a very small way to incrementally get power back to the proletariat. Stand strong, comrade. I mean,
1: don't get me wrong. He's going to get it eventually, because when we get oh, for the kickback, sure. I'm going to spend it on Amazon.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I was just thinking about how ironic it would be to buy the Communist Manifesto on Amazon Prime. You can also give us a rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud. Give us a thumbs up and a subscription on YouTube. Special thank you to Julie, Thanks, as well as all Julie. of our patrons. We love all of them equally. If you would like to be a patron, there's a bunch of cool perks, including our future videos. I think we've got one... The next one in the chamber is on Miss Marvel for whenever we get a um a trailer for that we're going to put out a video on who Miss Marvel is, who uh, uh Kamala Khan is. And after that, every video we release is going to have a list of all of our patrons. So you'll always be able to get a shout out on every single video that we release. For any amount of money. You can give us any amount of money. You can literally reach into your pockets, throw it at the computer. Yep. We will uh, like the ring style reach through your monitor and yes. catch it. Yeah. And then you'll get your name at the end of one of our videos. Yeah. And that is of every video, as long as you're a patron. And that, again, is patreon.com slash the media lunch break.
1: As always, it's my turn now, right? It is. As yes. Always. What are you doing with your dick in
0: your hand? God oh, damn. Oh, wait till you see.
1: I've got a couple of tricks <laughs> I've been practicing. Oh, Jesus! Balloon animals. Yeah. Uh, the giraffe is a particular favorite.
0: This one's a hairless
1: mouse. Oh, I guess why am I why why did that one cross the line? I really I don't, I don't know, why. know. That's not. I mean, it was already well past the Those line. Those weren't really fighting one. words. Nah, they weren't. I don't know why that one. If I took in this direction, why would I be offended by it? First of all, there we go. We did a thing. We did. A there thing. wasn't a thing. And now there's a thing. There is a thing. There wasn't a thing before. And that's how easy it is. So now you can go out and make a thing too. If you have any news items you want us to talk about. What do I normally say in this? I can't even remember anymore. If you have
0: any reading assignments you want us to read or watch. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Anything, really anything you want us to talk about on the show.
0: If you like the insights that we provide for some stupid ass reason and would like us to discuss something you are interested in. You like or hate. Yeah, or,
1: send it on over. Yeah, if you
0: want us to, if you want to like put us through what you think is the worst thing you've ever seen or read and just see what we think of it, send it on over. We'll fucking do it. You have a news story that you want a
1: hot take on? Hot take from Andrew and Chris? I give you top billing on that one. Hot take from Andrew and Chris? Feel free to send it over. Go for it. We want to know. If you're a creator, you got something that you want to put out to the world, you want some nice constructive criticism about it?
0: Or if you would like some unconstructive criticisms... I'll, we can yeah, do that but too But at the same
1: time It gets out there on the internet We'll say the name several times So there you go
0: But we will err on the side of constructive criticism But if you would like unconstructive criticism Just let us know And we'll tear that shit apart
1: Yeah, if you if you were like Hey, I made this Can you just shit on it for we'll 45 it. minutes We'll do it It'll be a Friars Club roast
0: Oh, it'll be
1: brutal yeah. It will be brutal If you're like Hey, I'm a creator And I want to stop being a creator And I need some motivation Send us. Something. I, sh- I can't we'll stop just... making things. Oh my gosh! That's like it us. Be... We need yeah. us because we yeah. can't stop this. We're. I'm sending it out the opposite direction now. Out the butt. Tear us down, one. Really take us. Please take us down a notch out there. Okay, get us to stop doing this. We could all. Both of us could use a little more time on our we hands. We have families. Yeah. We don't need all this. Look at all this shit that is around us right Chris's now. The mice and all the wires now. I know, right? It's crazy. I don't have time for this shit. Tear us down a notch, why don't you? If you want to tear us down a notch, you know where you could do that. Uh, Leave a five-star review in iTunes and then just shit on us for the entire review. Go for it.
0: It's like uh, I I once heard a uh, a street performer say, "Hey, if you' there's something you don't like about my act, write it on the back of a twenty dollar bill, hand it to me. I'll never do it again." Exactly.
1: That's right. <laughs> Give us a five star review and then tell us all the things you hate about us. That's what I want. I would actually love if all of our five star reviews had just things that they hate about us for the whole time. Just fill it up in there. Yeah, but that's uh, that's it. So why am I playing with things that make noise? Come on, I'm a professional. So next week Yeah What if No, yes Yes, next week What if We're gonna get into it It's gonna be the last episode Because the
0: last episode is tomorrow
1: Yes, it is The last episode is tomorrow So come back the following Wednesday Tuesday Sorry, I'm thinking What if comes out on Wednesday Come back next Tuesday For our Look back on what if Alright, that's it I think that's it Let's get out of here That's the end I think that's good.
0: Did we do enough?
1: I think we did enough. Mario.
0: Mario. Mario. Water. 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 Water.
1: I, here's what I just noticed. You're wearing sleeves and you're wearing two shirts.
0: We got too many layers. That off. is
1: a shirt and a half more than you normally wear.
0: Fun fact, naked from the waist down, though. Can we be done now? Well, time I be fucking off. Yeah.
1: I